loss of job? Fear of loss of job? Oh, that's definite right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definite right Fear of personal reprisals? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because of, uh, see, I go, sometimes I go to the Moab building, I go through the police station. I see guys over there who locked me up at the Judgment Bank. They're older and fixed to retire, and some of them are retired. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it was just a, it was just a job for them, and I hold no mouse against them. You don't. No. Are you an angry man at all? Oh, I don't. I don't go out with a chip on my shoulder, but there are uh, things that make me angry. Uh, uh, well, it's hard to say, because I don't get angry often. What's made you the angriest in civil rights? What made me the angriest in the civil rights movement? Uh -huh. I don't know, I think in 27, 28, or 30 years, I think that that voice, I think, made me angry than anything else. Yes, yeah, what I think. Uh, does this mean anything to you? We can't seem to get a handle on this. This is, they called them the black bags, and they were at a conference at Washington U in 1967. Does that? Uh-uh. Nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't seem to find anybody. All right, this is the uh, black DP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you part of that? Oh, yeah. Nice This is marching down Clayton Road. Did you march down Clayton Road? No, I didn't. This is Percy Green. No, I didn't. So when you say you were part of it, what did you No, do? I'm in action. I'm in not this particular demonstration uh -huh. here. But you were part of action when they... Yeah, well, yeah when they, while they were participating at the arts and the bell telephone, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Because action actually started from course. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, he belonged to core before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, well, people could could belong to different ones at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you belong to? No, I was associate member. I'd go on their demonstrations and I'd go to their meetings sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, this is also action. Um, this is Union Electric. For jobs, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what else did you participate in? We talked about Johnson, the bus boycott, Dr. Martin Luther King, Mason Boris, Dix, Wolfs, City Hall. City Hall was for 
the uh, Jefferson Bank with the money. Yeah, the money is in the Jefferson also Bank. Also, Board of Education. Yes, uh, no, I called down there, had people ready, and the, uh, they told me that they had enough. That's the first time I ever had that happen. They had enough demonstrators. And I went down there and, true to form, people were meeting, met each other around the block. Oh, they had so many. Oh, yeah. Was there ever a time when you couldn't raise a group of people, that you needed people in St. Louis for picketing or a protest? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, two years ago, when I got in the hospital for hernia operation, got operated on Monday, got in the hospital Friday, came down here Monday right in front of City Hall on April uh, 4th. Uh, Cleo asked me to come down here with him. I think that was for Dr. King, um, uh, Dr. King, let's see. And we, 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 we couldn't raise no people. He was on the air and everything, couldn't raise any. Two years ago? Yeah. Cleo. Cleo Willis, she's a little, little activist. Little activist. Yeah, he's a little As act opposed to a big activist. Yeah, he's a little activist. That, is that he does a little act activating, or that he? No, well, he's, he's a he, short fella. No, he's always taking sides on issues. He called Onion Horton every day, every day. That's yeah. Onion Horton. Yeah, on the, on on WGNU, uh -huh. he has a talk show. Bill Clay, Lucian Riches, Ian Grand, Norma Say, and I can't call it. That's not Howard. Is it? No, no. I, I, oh, wait a minute, I can tell you who it is. Pollock. Dan Pollock? Dan Pollock? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember all of them. He's a minister. Uh, all right, here's to it. This is when Dr. King died, was assassinated. Yeah. Can't recall where he was. March when Martin Luther King when he was assassinated. That's the first where I did march. That's the one that Bill Bailey. They took from the river all the way out. If that's it. All right. Well, this is a. This is the one that was on the paper. What year was that? This is when he died. This is 1968. This is when he was shot.
were talking about on the committee. Com com commemorating him, weren't you? Or were you talking yeah, I'm talking about the one commemorating him. Yeah. But not when he died. No, no, not when he died. August, he died August the 4th, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Didn't he? Um, this is April, I believe. This is April. I think it was April. April 68. This is Mass Memorial March mm -hmm. for Talk about the black community in St. Louis when that happened. Oh, everybody, they were outraged. Yeah, people were just distraught. They were, they didn't know what to do. What did they do? Uh, How did they show their feelings? Oh, uh, some cried. Yeah, some really cried. That would have been a time for a riot. Oh, I would, it would have been. It would have been. Yes, it would have been. Do you feel that we were fortunate not to, for whatever reason? Well, depending on... Not to have riots? Or do you feel that it would have... Well, a riot, riot would have pacified some people. It would have pacified some people. Uh, and then in most cases, the only thing that happened is stores get looted and... Uh, and probably in the black community anyhow. Mm -hmm. So it might be best that we didn't have one. But sometime. Oh, it raised uh, the concept of the nation. Uh, but by the same token, uh, that would have to be, that would be a lot of getting back together had that been a riot. Mm -hmm. um, Homes burned and all that in the black community. Um, what about the churches in St. Louis? What role did they play? They don't know a damn thing now. I am anti-church. Then, then, uh, then. They did a little something then and then you had a couple ministers who Reverend Reed, Reverend Cornet Hennings, uh, who was on the forefront. But uh, I can't see the behind the hell without the king was a minister. And you mean to tell me when he died there was no one else, no one else, now I'm talking about locally. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Lowry, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I think Reverend Abernathy did a pretty good job. But locally, uh, that just isn't a minister uh, that I have confidence in. Then, we're talking about the 60s. Oh, in the 60s. Mm -hmm. Well, I still say you had Reverend Reed. He was here in the 60s. Mm -hmm. He was at the Jefferson Bank with us. Reverend Gornet Henry, I don't think he wasn't a, he wasn't a minister then. Uh, I don't know too many ministers in the 60s. Mm -hmm. 
that were actually uh, participating or working. Now, when you said you were anti-church, did you mean in the 60s too? You were no, I mean now too. Yeah, but but, yeah. but I, I, I yeah I go to church. I could sit here and talk to you all day, but I get to zero in on those sixties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was yeah, I was the same way about the sixties too. Uh -huh. Yeah, because see, I saw the same thing then. I see it now. I go by, I go by little churches on Fridays and Saturdays, and I see little dingy clothes out there for sale, fifty cents a dollar. Why don't they give these people these clothes and try to compel, try, try to ask these people to come to church? Not try to sell me these little rags. See, I'm anti-church. Yeah, I am anti. 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm anti-church. <laughs> and 90s. Yeah, I'm anti-church. Uh, with your abilities and your know-how and your experience, have you ever thought of taking on the churches and? Oh well, well, well. We, Saying we, to them what you just well, said. We to went me. to the churches. We went to the churches. Sure, we went to some churches. For we, help in those days? No, we talked to some ministers and? about help. We and? got we got none. Got none. No. What was their reason? We got our own little program and we helped the people the way we see it. Mm -hmm. See, everybody said they had their own little program. Mm -hmm. What well, now? Did they they didn't help you put marches and things together? They, they were they were not a moving force. Very few. One fellow named Reverend Rice. Uh, he 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 he. he uh, he spanked his daughter when he called her in the picket line of Jefferson Bank, Reverend Amos Rice. Because yeah. some of your leadership could have come from there. Yep. Could have. It could have. Okay. Um, it has been said on another interview that um, some of them had their money and Jefferson Bank. Yeah. Yeah. And they were didn't want to be involved. That's right. We saw some of them cross the line. Um okay. What would you like to say that um about what we've been talking about, whether it's just freedom or civil rights, um, people you were trying to talk to kids and trying to tell them about those times. Is there anything that you'd like to say? Well, number one, the first thing I would tell them to, I would tell them that everybody cannot be a sports person. See, don't get hung up in the uh, basketball, football, because number one, your time is limited as to how long you can play it. And uh, number two, uh, everybody could not be a football star or basketball star. Uh, stay in school, uh, and there, uh, I do believe wholeheartedly, deep down in my heart, what Dr. King said, if a man has not seen anything he's willing to die for, he's not fit to live. And I believe that, but by my heart, I believe that. And 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 I would be just as willing to die today as I would ten years from now. For cause. Just as willing to die. Doesn't make any difference. Doesn't make any difference. Those are 
It's a strong commitment. Well, I wouldn't be any any more ready than I, ten years from now than I am now. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Bailey. All right. Just to to go back over this, what people or events do you believe constituted the civil rights movement? What what were the 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 main people in the sixties? Even though we talked about leaders, are there black or white? When you think of the civil rights movement, what people's names come to mind? Oh, Bob Curtis, Bill Clay, Norman C, Harry Perry, and certain of those nineteen people who were quoted as being leaders by the newspaper. I was just another individual who closed my little shine stand every day and got out there. You know, so. mm -hmm. Bill, what'd you do after you had your shoe shine? Well, I, ran, uh, I, ran a, I ran a tavern there at Union and King's Drive. Came down here January 17, 1964. Been here since. In the recorder of deeds? Would you, uh, do you have any um, buttons that? Uh, I collect buttons. I got a couple thousand, 2,500, 3,000 buttons. Do you have some with core? And I got core buttons. Core yeah. buttons. And do you have things that could be displayed in like cases, any other kinds of memorabilia? Mm -hmm. uh, yep, if it's guarded or protected or something, because I don't want them to get away. Oh, they, they would protect it. Well, I will have somebody call you about that. Okay. But um, that that would be good. Thank you very much. All right. This is the poem that we're going to have by Langston Hughes, as it, it has the uh, a strong seed planted, which is the title of our exhibit. Would you read that? Democracy will not come today, this year, nor ever. Through compromise and fear, I have as much right as the other fellow has to stand on my own two feet and own the land. I so I tired so of hearing people say, let things take their course. Tomorrow is another day. I do not need my freedom when I'm dead. I cannot live on tomorrow's bread. Freedom is a strong seed planted in the great need. I live here. Two, I want freedom just as you. Thank you. I down here now and I came down here 20. What does it do, Mr. Bailey, to go back like this? Well, it reminds me of 24 years ago when I came here, and you could count the black people in this office. And uh, through the work of some people, uh, it, looks, it looks better now. So, it makes you feel? You feel that you haven't lived in vain.
Till it what? You haven't lived in vain. You have not lived in vain. Yeah. You have certainly made a difference. As you can see, I could not let Mr. Bailey go and uh, would have kept him as long as I could had I had the opportunity to have the office. Uh, a sideline, uh, he wanted to walk me to my car and as we got outside, um, the little Mary Miller that he, whose hand he grabbed and walked to the picket line and they got thrown in the paddy wagon and he said she had become an alderman, alderman in Bill Clay's ward, was outside. So we stopped and he introduced me to her and her father and I gave him some uh, leaflets to pass around, but it was an interesting uh, uh, sidelight. I also asked him, how did he feel about people like myself coming and showing an interest now? Did he wonder where we were then? Uh, and he said, no, he, he came late to it himself. He was in his 30s uh, when he first got involved in CORE. And um, he was good to interview. He had said that he had uh, been collecting canned goods and was only one person and one person couldn't do very much so I guess it took uh, it wasn't until he could find a, uh, a group to latch on to um, that he could become involved in the movement.